listening to Treasuring Scripture, a podcast of the weekly teaching ministry of Lebanon Baptist Church, Roswell, Georgia. To learn more about our ministry, please visit us at LebanonBaptist.org. This morning, uh, I would like to just focus on one verse in the Christmas story. So let me invite you to turn to Luke 2, and I'm going to focus on, as I said, just one verse. It's fa- in fact, it's one of the last verses that we often read in the Christmas story, and it's one that at least until recently, I had not done much thinking about. And uh, it's after the shepherds leave, and there's just one simple verse. Listen to what it says in verse 19. It says, but Mary treasured up these things, pondering them in her heart. Let's pray. Father, would you help us today as we just consider this simple truth? Lord, would you allow it to have deep root in us? And Father, I pray again that you would open eyes that we may be, be able to behold wondrous things in this book and change us as a result of it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Of course, one of the popular songs this time of year is that uh, song, Mary, Did You Know? And of course, many of you uh, can answer that question. Yes, Mary did know. In fact, she knew a lot because Gabriel told her uh, what was going to happen and uh, and what this child would be. And, uh, but the question that I want to pose to you this morning is this. Why does Dr. Luke, the one who wrote this gospel, why does he record the statement that Mary treasured these things in her heart, pondering them? That is the question of, that I'd like to answer in my message this morning. I'm convinced, of course, I hope many of you are, is that the Bible is inspired of God and that every verse in your Bible was recorded for our good and for our admonition. So why does Luke, and by implication God, who inspired the sacred writings, why does he want us to know about Mary's musings of these things? How can answering this question help you and I here on this Christmas morning? First, let's uh, break down the verse for a second. Look at verse 19. Notice it starts with, uh, it says, but, which is a contrast between Mary and those who heard the shepherd's account in the previous verse. Let me read to you again, verse 18. And all who heard it wandered at what the shepherds had told them. So the shepherds evidently went out and told this great news, and the people who heard this great news were wondering about it. But Mary, the Bible says in verse 19, treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. So some wondered, Mary treasured. Her response seems to go deeper as you'd expect a mother to do. In fact, that term treasured, I mean, many of you can't, uh, maybe you can't read the Greek that underlies the English translation, but that word treasure in the Greek is the word to keep, 
However, it has an interesting prefix to it. And, uh, and it's, it intensifies that she kept it. She kept it close with her. You know, all of us like to treasure things. Those of you who are men who like guns, you treasure your guns. You, you put them in your safe at home. Women oftentimes treasure their jewelry. They have a special box for them. Kids sometimes treasure their stuffed animals, okay? And they load them up on their bed. Mary treasured, the Bible says, the revelation of God that he gave to her. In fact, the verb also expresses continual action. Literally, it says she was treasuring them. And the idea is she kept treasuring and storing up all these revelations that she got. In fact, it also says she treasured all these things. And what it means literally is that she treasured all the words that she kept hearing in reference to her son, Jesus. This wasn't simply the shepherd's words, but it was going back to what Gabriel had said to her in Luke chapter 1. And what she had heard, of course, uh, uh, from Elizabeth's words later in chapter 1. And in this situation, have you ever thought about this? Mary wasn't in the fields with the shepherds. So did she actually hear the angels proclaim? No. She was by the manger. She was recovering from this delivery. She was told of the angel's announcements by the shepherd. And so what did she do? She took those truths because they told her this is what happened. And she grabbed them and she treasured them. She put them in her jewelry box, you could say. In fact, the verse ends with, the, uh, with a additional, I'll give you a little English lesson here on a Christmas day, with another participle modifying the verb, which even continues to intensify this idea. She pondered them in her heart. Literally, she was mulling it over internally. So she's pondering things. And interesting enough, this isn't the only time it says that Mary did this. In fact, at the end of Luke chapter 2, some of you know where I'm going. At the end of Luke chapter 2, when Jesus is 12 years old and they're visiting Jerusalem for a feast, of course, you know the story of how Mary and Joseph depart okay, and go a day's journey back home and they discover that Jesus is not with the caravan. And so they return and they find him in the temple talking with the teachers of the law and Jesus says to them that he must be about his what? His father's a business. But then he goes back and returns home and lives in submission to them. And listen to what it says in verse 50 and 51. This is in Luke 2. It says, And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And then it says, And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. There it is again. Why does Luke record 
these, as again, these musings, things that were internal in Mary's heart, and how can it help you and I this Christmas morning? I offer you two reasons for these inclusions. One is this, the fostering of our faith. As we're told in Luke chapter 1, Mary believes the word of God. When the Gabriel told her what God was going to do, she believes it, and she affirms her faith in Luke 1 in the Magnificat. She gives, my soul magnifies the Lord. Many of you know that whole, uh, maybe some of you committed it to memory. But Mary's faith, let me tell you, was not static. It was dynamic, and it was growing. She was a sinner just like you and me. But she did the right thing when she heard revelation. She treasured it in her heart, the word of God, and she thought about it often, I believe. It went through her mind. When she held her firstborn son, no doubt she's thinking about all these revelations. When she watched him play outside, she thought through these things. When she mended his clothes, she meditated on the word that had been revealed to her. She, and I'll tell you this, it made her who she was. In fact, in the middle of Luke chapter 2, she's told by Simeon that a sword at some point would pierce her soul. She would be there when that very son that she bore would be crucified. But it's interesting, you know Luke is the one who also records in his second volume. He wrote the Gospel of Luke and he wrote Acts. And in Acts, what you know is he records that Mary is not only the mother of Jesus, but she's also a part of the believing community who's worshiping her son. She believes in Acts. In fact, her other sons, who at one point didn't believe in the Messiah, become believers. Let me say, that's always hope. Those of you who have children who don't know Christ, even adult children, Here was Jesus' own brothers who for years didn't believe. But there came a point when God opened their eyes. And I'll tell you this, only God can open someone's eyes to believe that Jesus is the Christ. And I pray that God will do that Christmas miracle at some point in each of your children. But her other sons came. But here, we're recorded that she is the only adult referenced both at Jesus' birth and after his resurrection. So what does this mean for you and me? Okay, I'll tell you this. Here's an application, simple one. As you and I hear biblical revelation in our life, we must be those who take revelation from God and treasure them in our hearts. Does not the psalmist say this, thy word have I hid in my what? In my heart, that I might not sin against you. Think much of the revelation of God that God gives you. Be someone, and that's why you regularly are to be people 
that look at Revelation and treasure it in your heart and ponder it over and over again. Because you know what all of us have? We have so many things that volley for our attention in, in today's world. I mean, it's easy. I mean, if you got notifications on your phone, it's easy for you to get so quickly thinking about this, that, this, that. But Mary, what did she ponder and treasure in her heart? Revelation that God gave her. That must be foremost. God's word must be foremost. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And we see it played out in Mary's life. In fact, we're told by even Paul tells Timothy, meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. Our faith grows as we think much of truth. Treasure the words of God as he reveals them to you. Don't yawn at them, consider them. Mary did. And that made her who she was. But there's a second reason. I believe that this has been preserved for us. And this may be an encouragement to you. I I caught it this week. I probably learned it before, but once again, it was like an epiphany to me. And it was this, to help firm up your faith, the firmness of your faith, not only the fostering of your faith, But I want you to see how this can help firm up your faith in the scriptures that you and I hold. Did you know that of the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Luke emphasizes oftentimes the down and outs of that day. And in that day, who were looked down upon? Women, probably shepherds, the poor, the weak, And what Luke does in his particular gospel is he presents Jesus' birth from Mary's point of view. In fact, when Gabriel, I mean, he's talking from her point of view. How did Luke know, because it says this, that he knew what she was treasuring in your heart? How do you know what's in someone else's heart? Man sees the what? outside, but God sees the what? The heart. How did Luke know that Mary was treasuring all these things in her heart? Okay, of course, the short answer is because we know it's scripture. The Holy Spirit revealed it to him. Okay, short answer. But what did God use? And here's where I want to end us today. I personally believe that it was because Luke heard it from none other than Mary herself. Mary told Dr. Luke. He tells us even in the intro when he's writing the gospel of Luke, listen to what it says in the first four verses of this gospel. It says this, inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that, I've, that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were what? Eyewitnesses. There's no other person that you could say that was from the beginning that was an eyewitness than Mary. No other person probably greater than that. And ministers of the word have delivered them to us. 
It seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely from some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things that you have been taught. Let me tell you, some of you in this room feel like what we have been taught, how do I know it's true? How do I know it's of certain that I can stand on this and believe in this? Let me tell you, what Luke is telling you and you're going to have to grapple with is this. Luke is saying, I talk to the eyewitnesses. And the reason he's able to say, you know what? Mary pondered these in her heart and he's writing, you could say in the third person, is because, you know what, I believe he probably had a personal interview with Mary. I mean, if it was today, okay, if it was today's age, I can just see him posting, I mean, let's say you could post on YouTube a little video of his interview with Mary and Mary saying something like this, when I heard the shepherds tell me this, I just treasured it in my heart. I thought about it all the time. It was just there. And so when Luke finally records the gospel of Luke, he says, you know what she did? She treasured it in her heart. Why? Because he told her that. Let me say to all of you who wonder about the authenticity of Christ, we have in Luke a God-preserved series of eyewitnesses' account to Jesus' glory. And in fact, from his very mother. I mean, if, if a mom of someone famous came in this morning and shared with you some of the stories of that person's childhood, you're hearing a first person account. You know what we have in the Gospels? We have four different ones giving the accounts of what happened. And you have to decide, am I going to believe this or not? And many of you have, and those of you who have, you know what, let this encourage your faith. There is nothing that compares to the Bible that you and I have in our presentation of our God. It is a glorious book written to deepen the confidence that you and I have in the integrity of the word and the integrity of our faith. So allow it to do that. So this morning, one little verse in the Christmas story that shows the fostering of our faith and the firmness of our faith. May all of us grow in grace the rest of this year and the next and live treasuring God's word. James said I was going to maybe be short. I am short today. So would you join me as we praise the Lord for this beautiful revelation? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for Jesus Christ. I thank you for giving to us the revelation in the gospel of Luke. I thank you for the example of Mary, who not only heard the word of God, but treasured it in her heart and thought, of it, thought about it often. And Lord, I thank you for giving us a faith that was not in so many ways pieced together and by man's design, it is so clear, Father, that you orchestrated all this. And Lord, help us to grow in grace this next year and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
Lord, may we go out even today rejoicing in the person of Jesus Christ. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All of you have a Merry Christmas. And for many of you, we will see you next year. Okay? So have a Merry Christmas. You're dismissed. Thank you for listening to Treasuring Scripture. It's our desire that every Christian treasure God's Word in their heart. To follow our podcast, please hit the subscribe button. If you're interested in learning more about our church, please visit LebanonBaptist.org.